Time for Tea with Makita is a podcast about redefining self-care. It's about looking at every aspect of our life from music, career, family, relationships, and everything in between. It's about spilling tea on those conversations that are sometimes hard to have. Well, we're not afraid to have those conversations right here. Join me as we spill tea on every conversation you ever thought about, dreamed about, or whispered about. Hey, y'all, it's definitely time for some tea. Okay, I just want to welcome everyone. It is definitely time for some tea. I want to thank you for sharing your time, your space, and your energy with us today. So y'all know I am all about taking care of your health and really putting yourself first. And that's why I'm super excited. Today, we are going to be talking about menstrual health awareness and fertility and how you can make better decisions when it comes to your health. So I have with me an amazing person, Amanda Brown. She is a certified fertility specialist. She's also certified as a women's menstrual cycle awareness coach. And she is helping women recognize the magic of their menstrual cycle and be more aware so you can make better decisions on your health. So Amanda, welcome and thank you so much for sharing your space and time with us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I'm really, really excited. This is such an amazing topic. But before we dive into all the tea on that, tell us in five words how you would describe who you are. Mm, Five words. Okay, mama, wife, and compassionate soul. I get two more? Sure. (laughs) Menstrual cycle obsessed. Car comfort giver. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so we talked a little bit before we did the recording, and you had such an amazing upbringing. We talked a little bit about natural births and what that was like. So can you tell us a little bit about your your back journey into wellness and the naturalness of, of women's health? Yeah, absolutely. So just the way that I grew up, things like birth were a normal thing. It wasn't something that we went to the hospital for. My mom had four of her children, four of her six children at home, and I was there for four of those births. And I think that that had a really big impact on me. And also growing up, we always sought like alternative care. So we always had naturopathic doctors. I don't remember ever even going to like an actual traditional like western medicine doctor until I was an adult really so it was just we kind of just grew up with like this alternative holistic kind of always homeopathics before you know anything else and yeah being able to be involved in my mom's birth was amazing like the midwives who she had like were just part of our family it felt like because my mom had so many children. They were there quite frequently every couple of years. <laughs> so really getting to know them and they would just, they just kind of taught me. They were like, this is what this is for. And I was able to actually assist in the delivery of both my baby brother and my baby sister. What was that experience like to be there and witness and help out? It was absolutely amazing, especially like as a young girl like that was that was what I thought I was going to do I was like I am going to be 
a midwife. Like this is this is what I'm gonna do. And then when I got older and realized like the heavy responsibility, I was like, I think I want to do something a little different. <laughs> but being being a part of that was just it was life changing really, and it it just gave me this sense of being part of something bigger and also just like the sense of like new life and almost like an early understanding of cycles and coming into the world and just how natural and beautiful that was and yeah do you remember like how old you were when you first assisted in that when I so my brother I was 10 and with my baby sister I was 12 yeah that that is amazing. I feel what you said. I wanted to work with kids. I'm a nurse and I actually was a part of a delivery. And I was like, well, I want to work with the baby. But seeing the delivery was so amazing. But I think you'd have been great in it. So you kind of pivoted a little bit from wanting to be a midwife to wanting to share knowledge on yeah. the importance of celebrating the menstrual cycle and being more aware. At what point did you you were like, hmm, I love this, I like this, but I love this. It was just like really enlightening to me. So I did that for years and years for breast control before discovering <laughs> menstrual cycle awareness. And as soon as I started doing that, I was like, I want, I want to do like the first time I heard about it, I heard about it on a podcast and I was like, I want to do that. Like, that's what I want to do. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a job before that, but I was like, that is what I want to do. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> yes. Now you were talking about making that, that pivot and that change into that awareness prior to deciding, you know, okay, I want to do the hormonal. I don't, well, I don't want to do the hormonal. I want to be more natural. Did you ever like speak to a doctor or go and talk to someone? First thing, I was prescribed, you know, birth control pills. And I took that for mm -hmm. all of like a month and a half. And I was like, I'm a completely different person <laughs> on this. This is not working for me. And I don't want to mm -hmm. try a few more to see. I don't, I don't want to extend this any longer. So, and I had also grown up, like my mom had always talked about birth control interrupting like our normal processes. But I didn't completely understand how it worked. I just knew that it wasn't like serving our natural body bodily functions. That's just like the 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 most knowledge that I had about it mm -hmm. at that time. And so I did. I tried birth control, but it was like I just couldn't. I was like, nope, this is a no go for me. So it was like very quickly after that that I was like, it's an all natural option for me. <laughs> yeah. What was one of the biggest things you noticed about yourself that was really different? I know a lot of people talk about weight gain, sometimes mood changes. It was definitely mood changes. I just didn't feel like myself at all. And I felt kind of like, mm -hmm. what is happening in my brain? This doesn't feel right. It was kind of scary almost. And my husband at the time was like, all for me going, he was like, you are a different <laughs> person. You're like, yes, let's find something else. So then I knew it's not just in my head. It's not just this, maybe I'm experiencing it differently than everybody else. It was noticeable. You, you know, it's amazing that you say that because when my my youngest daughter, who's 18 now, we decided to look into birth control and she went to see the gynecologist and they sat down 
And she luckily yeah. for her, she had a really good one who took the time to sit down and really explain to her and really helped her find a more natural thing. So after educating mm-hmm. myself, because you know, you have to educate yourself. I was like, you were like really wonderful for really fighting for what you wanted for mm-hmm. your health. Yes. That was the thing. Yeah. I feel like it was, I feel like where we're at now, it's really heartwarming to see younger women being like, no, this is not, I'm not going to put up with this, which was kind of more of a foreign concept. I feel when I was a bit younger even, but I feel it was a really fortunate occurrence because when I was, when I had decided I didn't want to do hormonal birth control and was looking into, you know, alternative options, um, the, the nurse at Planned Parenthood of all places was like, you should read this book. And she turned me on to taking charge of your fertility. And that was just a life-changing moment. And I was so grateful to her for pointing that out to me and, and sending me in that direction. That's amazing. I'm going to, I wrote that book down, but I have to, I'm going to look at it. <laughs> it's so good. Yes. <laughs> All right. So after that, you, you got into deciding, I want to know more about menstrual cycle awareness to help other women become more aware, because I feel like we know we get a menstrual cycle, but then there's like so much we don't know. What is the one thing you want most women to know about their bodies when it comes to their menstrual cycle? So broad, broad, like statement about it would be that it's a gift. I feel like we're in our society and our culture. It's, oh, it's my period again. It's just like the worst part about being a woman or like all the, I, I enjoy a period meme. Don't get me wrong. But so many of them is just about how terrible this thing is that we have to put up with every month. And yes, there are things that are very difficult about having a period, but the menstrual cycle as a whole is not just your period. It's a whole infradium rhythm. It's a whole monthly cycle. And so there's different, there's distinct phases and there are, everything about us is changing week to week according to this cycle, what's going on in it. So it impacts every aspect of our life, but we're kind of acting like it doesn't. And so that's what I want people to really be aware of is that, you know, you're not crazy if you're feeling like a different person than you were last week, because you literally are. Your brain is different. Your hormones are different. And your emotions are different this week, you know, based off of where you're at in your cycle. I feel like like two weeks before, I am more creative. Like I can tap into my most creative self and I have all these amazing ideas. And then I feel like, oh, now you need to rest. (laughs) You know, a few days before, it's like you've been working really hard, that creative mind's been going, but now your body needs to be pampered and and loved on and you need to just love yourself a little bit more. But I feel like sometimes people hate their period because they experience so much pain and they lack like the understanding Mm -hmm. of how they should treat their body during the process. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And pain, you know, we can expect some discomfort. Our uterus is expelling the uterine lining. So there might be, you know, some some cramping or some heaviness or some sensation there. But when you're talking about like extreme pain where you're having to pop a bunch of pain pills or throwing up because you're in so much pain or like not able to move or, you know, like this extreme pain, that's not normal. So it's usually indicative of, you know, 
a, a problem, an imbalance, possibly even a menstrual disorder. So that's something that you don't want to ignore if you are experiencing like such bad pain. That said, a very common hormonal imbalance is estrogen dominance, which feeds into like PMS, painful periods, heavy periods, so many things that we experience as negatives of the cycle that is really, really treatable with simple lifestyle tweaks, like resting when you're bleeding. We need to rest. So our hormones have plummeted and we're doing the hard work of releasing this uterine lining. So especially for those first couple days, I noticed a huge difference when I started just resting those just the first couple days, even it like my pain level went down quite a bit. And then just giving yourself that permission to say, I can rest. I think as women, sometimes we get caught up in not wanting the myth of women can't do this because, you know, there she's, she has PMS and, you know, it's just like, but you're a celebration of life and you really should embrace every part of being a woman and what that means. Because like you said earlier, you are, your body is doing a lot at one time. <laughs> yes. Yes. And on that, yeah, I feel like that, I feel I resonate so hard with what you just said about that, about, oh, we have this idea that if to be equal to men, we have to do everything the same way that they do it. But that's not, that's not accurate to me. Equality means that we can be different and still equal. And so the, that we need to rest during that time doesn't make us weaker. It means that we need to rest during that time because in a couple weeks, ovulation you're going to be blowing everybody out of the water you're like literally superwoman there's almost nothing you can't do so it's just we're just on a different cycle men are on a 24-hour cycle we are on a monthly one okay then that makes that makes a lot of sense what is the biggest thing you see that most women come to you with that's like their biggest concern or the thing that they really want to work on most or learn about I would say it's either like specific menstrual problems like pain or like really like having trouble with like moods, like severe PMS or PMDD, those things for sure. And then besides that, just that like when when we're healthy, when we're feeling good, when we're working with our bodies, it's a totally different energy. And when things are off and we know it, that is what I like I've seen in my practice. Like, I had one client who went to the doctor because she's like, I just like I don't feel good, like I'm low energy, I'm all these things. They tested her hormones, they're like, Yep, you have a hormone imbalance. And that was literally it. Like they didn't do anything for her. And so that's why she came to me. She was like, I, you know, I saw something that you posted on Instagram, like, can you help me with this? And I totally could. It was like, Yes, yes, we can deal with that. And so yeah, I would say it's kind of like those two things of just kind of feeling off or not feeling quite yourself, feeling disconnected from the world around you, from relationships or even just in yourself, and then actual like issues and problems going on within the cycle. You know, I do find that women sometimes get, you know, kind of blown off when we go to the doctor to talk about like our menstrual health. She's going there, they notice there's an issue and they're just like, Oh, it's your hormones. You'll be okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. take a nap, take yes. a day off, yeah. you know, figure it out. But all right, thanks. Give me my copay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That is like, oh, so frustrating to me. And it's definitely happened to me as well. So gaslighting at the doctor's office is like just 
a travesty really because there's so much that we can do to support our hormonal health and I do think that there's somewhat of a shift coming down like the pipeline of like more more of us are like no I'm not gonna put up like I don't have to live like this actually (laughs) there are better options so I, I do see that there's like a bit of a shift there but I also am very in this work and exposed to a lot of it so yes that that is where I say that's that's why I feel what I'm doing is so needed because it bridges the gap between like this medical setting where like, yeah, you can get diagnosed with having a hormonal imbalance, but not really given any support. And I can really support in that menstrual health goals, implementing them, figuring out what's going on and what, what we really need to support ourselves throughout the month. Definitely. I just feel like a lot of women go so, you know, ignored when it comes to their actual health and whatever is their concerns and what's going on with their body. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and Western medicine, you know, really is about, okay, here's a solution for this, this problem that you're presenting with. And so it's, let's put a bandaid on it more than let's get to the root cause of it. Not all doctors are going to be like that. So sometimes it's just a matter of like finding the one who's actually going to listen and ask the questions to get to the bottom of it. But, you know, taking ibuprofen to deal with your menstrual cramps is going to help for sure, but it's not going to fix the root cause, which is some sort of hormonal imbalance. You know, taking hormonal birth control, you know, that one just drives me, it'll regulate your periods. No, it'll take your period away completely. (laughs) It's an endocrine disruptor. It's designed to stop your menstrual cycle. And that, like, informed consent, that's why I'm just, like, it, that is our right. When you're in a doctor's office and they're telling you something, you have the right to completely understand what it is that they're saying and what they're offering you. And that is something that I'm extremely passionate about because I feel like it's just so lacking in our society is, like, actual informed consent. What is this thing doing in my body? I feel like they mask over, like, the actual what it's the actual part of what it's going to do sure it's gonna I may not get pregnant but like you said what is it doing to the rest of me and <laughs> if it's going to stop my period exactly what does that mean for the rest of my body like how does that work and what is it over a long period of time because if you're like if you get the the implant into your arm like what is that what's going under my skin into my bloodstream what does that mean yes and what should I look out for yes yes and I like I'm not saying that hormonal birth control is the devil there's a time and a place it's a good thing sometimes and it might be the best choice for you but it's just having all the options understanding everything all those questions that you just asked we should understand how the mechanism works that we're going to actually be taking and like for example, with hormonal birth control, like it depletes your gut bacteria, which can cause you to not absorb nutrients from your food as well. And so it's really important if you're going to be on hormonal birth control to be supplementing with the proper nutrients so that you're getting what you need because you're going to be depleted. And if you're not supplementing, then that can really lead to health problems down the road. That's just one small example that I can think of. So just you're already having issues like that. That's what's going to make it work. Exactly. Exactly. 
So how can women honor themselves during their menstrual cycle in small little ways that they can do like immediately, little small things? Mm, Yes. So immediately I would say start keeping track wherever you are, even if you don't know where you're at in your cycle, just start keeping track of how you're feeling on a day-to-day basis. So I like to use what's called a four bodies check-in and that's just asking myself, like, how am I feeling physically? How am I feeling emotionally? How am I feeling mentally? And how am I feeling spiritually? So if I'm having like any major like physical symptoms, I keep a little note of that. Like, where are my emotions? Like, and like, what is my headspace like? How am I, am I feeling connected to myself and the world around me? Am I feeling disconnected? I just keep a note of all those things daily. And then once you have your next period, then that is cycle day one. And so you can start counting from there, one, two, three, four, and just keep track. Keeping track is where you can start to see what's actually going on. When we don't write it down, like my mentor, Claire Baker, always says, we get cycle amnesia. And it's so true. You will not remember that phenomenon where you're like, why am I wrong? It's like so emotional. And then two days later, your period comes, you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. This happens every month. It shouldn't be a surprise, but we forget. So keeping track is really, really beneficial. And then I would say some of the things that make the biggest impact when it comes to hormonal health are the simplest. So drinking enough water every day, about nine cups. I just read that there was a study done that women who drank nine cups of water daily had reportedly less menstrual cramps than those who didn't just based off of that one thing alone. So drinking enough water, getting enough fiber and protein in your diet daily, moving your body. Those are the, those are the big ones really. So. I love all of that. And you're right. When I drink more water, I, I feel great. So, so you have to tell me about your love your cycle course and how you are changing the lives of women through that. Yeah, so that is my free mini course, and that is all over my website and Instagram. So it is just a quick 15-minute course about the menstrual cycle, how we can start to view it as a positive instead of this liability, and how to track it. And it's just like a really good, small foundational basis of like starting this work, dipping your toes in and starting to pay attention to your menstrual health. And I feel like once you start paying more attention to your menstrual health, you will also become so much more self-aware of yourself, your own emotions, your body in such a different way. Yes. And that is, that is honestly like what I fell in love with when it comes to this. This is my spiritual practice. This is my way of getting in touch with who I am at the deepest level. And that self-awareness, it's self-belonging that I don't know, it's just this really good, calm feeling that I take with me throughout my day, just knowing that like, I know what's going on with me. I don't know how else to to describe it, but it's just like a really beautiful, beautiful thing. And it helps me be more mindful and just like aware of where I'm at and how that's going to impact not just myself, but the people around me as well. So my my husband is actually quite the fan of menstrual cycle awareness. I love the fact that your own foundation started right at home with your own mother, mm-hmm. you know, sharing the knowledge that she had and then making you a part of all of that. Yes. To bring you to where you are to help other people. Yeah. So how does she feel about you 
taking, you know, that knowledge and then applying it into like your love and passion of life? It's really funny that you asked me this. She literally just messaged me the other day because I like posted a reel about something cycle related, of course. And she was like, I'm so proud of you. I wish I knew some of this stuff when I had a period. <laughs> that just like made me so happy. <laughs> like, oh, thanks, mom. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, you know, back, how can people get that mini course? Where can they come to find you and connect with you and learn more? Yes. On my website, flowermooncoaching.com. And I'm also on Instagram and TikTok, flowermooncoaching. Okay, I love that. Now, I will have all of that, you guys, for you in the show notes. Is there any last words of wisdom you wanted to share with us? If you're feeling skeptical at all about, like, the menstrual cycle as a gift, please take the free course. Because it is. I'm just going to come back to that. The menstrual cycle is a gift. And it's a vital sign and once you get to know it more intimately and just have a pulse on it it can really make big changes in your life well thank you so much for just coming and sharing your knowledge with us sharing your love and passion for what you do and making us more aware about how we can show up and honor ourselves in our menstrual cycle thank you so much Now that you have all this new knowledge, here are some things to consider so that you can start applying what you've learned. First, make sure you communicate your concerns and your needs to your healthcare professional. They can help if they don't know what's going on. Second, educate yourself on all the birth control options available to you, both hormonal and non-hormonal options, as well as natural family planning methods. And third, Start honoring your menstrual cycle by tracking it, recording your symptoms, and listening to your body. It is such an incredible gift. So take advantage of the free mini course by clicking the link in the show notes and be sure to follow me on Instagram at MakitaSmith underscore. I'll be back next Tuesday for some more delicious hot tea on self-care. But don't forget to share this post with a friend who might need it. And leave me a review. I would so appreciate your feedback. Until next time, my friends, namaste.